Welcome back, everybody. We are doing a reaction for the 2023 NFL Awards that just happened yesterday. So let's get down to biz. We're going to talk about the MVPs, the offense and defensive players of the year, the rookies of the year, coaches of the year. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's start with a smoke sesh, as we always do. Shout out to the crew. <coughs> Shout out to everyone watching. <coughs> Let's get it. Leave some comments in. <coughs> I, I feel like we just got to go. Uh, we got we got to start from the. I'm not going to say the least important to the most important. But how about we're just going to go with we're going we're not going to start with MVP. How about that? We'll just work our way. We'll work our way backwards through all that. Emil, what up, bro? Ha! And what up, Jay? Said CMC was robbed of the MVP. <laughs> well, we know how you feel on that. Shout out to the crew. Let's get to uh... shit. Well, first, I mean, we don't we don't really talk about the Walter Payton Man of the Year award that often, but shout out to Cam Hayward who won the Walter Payton Man of the Year. It's all it's for. What good philanthropists is, is for people giving back to the community. It's people who are doing all types of good um, just for people in general. I don't know exactly what kind of uh, charity work um, Cam Hayward does for the air, for the, the Steelers and all that, like the area, the area of Pittsburgh. But yeah, Cam Hayward, he's been around forever and uh, he's still solid for fantasy football as well. And yeah, glad that he got that Walter Payton Man of the Year award. Because he does a lot of things that probably go unnoticed. Un <coughs> All right. <coughs> How about the coach of the year? There was a lot of... Uh... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up all the nominees now because we'll see who else was, uh, was amongst all these. So let me see if I can find it here. Okay, here we go. The Coach of the Year nominees were Dan Campbell from the Lions, John Harbaugh from the Ravens, D'Amico from the Texans, Kyle Shanahan from the 49ers, and Kevin Stefanski from the Browns. What up, Chase? And Emil said Kevin Stefanski deserves that award. I agree. I agree. And it doesn't... I mean, these are regular season awards because I know there's going to be a whole bunch of people who are like, man, they were one and done like in the in the playoffs and they lost to the Texans. I get all that. I was rooting for D'Amico because like, I really like D'Amico as like a fantasy player, you know, from back in the day. So I was really rooting for him. Stefanski did deserve it, though. And just like what Emil said right there, had <laughs> had five starting quarterbacks and still made it to the playoffs. And yeah, what was their uh, the record? I mean, shit, 11 and six was their record with all the QB woes that were out there. You know who else finished 11 and 6? The Bills, <laughs> the Dolphins, the Chiefs. Uh let's see on the other side, the Eagles. <laughs> like that's what's crazy is there was a bunch of teams that finished with 11 and 6 and like with all the QB woes that the Browns had. I mean, let's not forget Deshaun Watson got he got hurt in the first game, but then he got really banged up like in the second and third game. Um, so 
Yeah, I mean, he made do, and Joe Flacco is going and call it, giving Joe Flacco the call, getting him off the couch, <laughs> and got him over there. Hey, hey, what up, Marco? Good evening from the future. And since we just mentioned um, the comeback player of the year, let's get into that one. And for the comeback player of the year, we have Tua Tagovailoa. Matthew Stafford, Baker Mayfield. Oh man, Demar Hamlin. They still had to put him in there, and then Cool Joe Flacco, and Cool Joe brings it on home. Brings it on home. So that's two awards there for the Browns, the Coach of the Year and the Comeback Player of the Year. Joe Flacco definitely deserved it starting a handful of games after literally not being in the NFL for this season comes in has a couple 300 yard games is a fantasy superstar for anybody who's in a super flex league and you needed to pick up someone off the scrap Joe Flacco fantasy superstar and wins comeback player of the year killed it who knows if he's going to be in the NFL like next season that's what is so wild we don't even know if he's going to be in the fucking NFL next year at all and Emil said, DeMar Hamlin shouldn't have won that award. You are correct out of all five. I mean, I got nothing but love for DeMar Hamlin. You know, like he was like a superstar who came in after Micah Hyde, like pretty much broke his neck, like on Monday Night Football in week, what, week two in 2022. Um, and then he just comes in killing it. And then the crazy scene that we saw from him on Monday Night Football in week 17 is... Uh, is just insane, but yeah, I feel like you got to get a button, like some playing time to be considered comeback player of the year. So I'm glad they didn't just give it to him. Cool. Joe Flacco did deserve it. What up Tino? Tino said Micah and TJ got robbed. We'll go into that. I haven't pulled up any stats um, for anybody just yet. When we get into uh, actually, you know what? Let's start that with cool Joe. How about that? Let me see here. All right, so here we go. Mr. Cool Joe. 1,600 passing yards, 13 tugs, a record of four and one as a starter. That's pretty insane. He he only had, <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. He only had one game where he threw under 300 yards. And that was the first game that he played against the Rams. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy to think about there. That cool Joe comes in and throws for over 300 yards in all but one game. One, two, three, four, five. No way. And that wasn't even the game. And he didn't even start that game. That was the game where he didn't even start. And he threw for 254. Every game that he started, he threw over 300 yards. And three out of those five games, he threw for three tugs. <laughs> That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope for Cool Joe. And what up, Ryan? He said Higgins or Dell for a dynasty win now roster. Eh, probably leaning on the Higgins side. I mean, Dell is going to be coming off of a big injury, you know, next year. Maybe has a little bit of a slower start. Chase said Stefanski had Flacco cooking at times too. Wasn't just the defense. Right. I mean, their defense was amazing. But yeah, I just read off Joe Flacco's stats and 
five games that he started all five of those games he threw over 300 yards and three out of those five games he threw for three tugs like that's big time for someone who literally wasn't in the nfl like multiple just a couple weeks before that happened because i don't even remember when they like brought him in i like he was there he played the last six games so what would that be week uh, 18 17 16 15 14 13 so he can't so he he didn't play until week 13 so that yeah when was he picked up like week 9 week 10 something like that something like that and marco said growing a porn stash said you change in professions <laughs> i already had this i just cleaned it up a little bit <laughs> all this was on my face i didn't magically just grow it yesterday and uh, Ryan said, humor me, but could Dak have been comeback player of the year since he was considered trash last year? Trash to MVP candidate. Nice bounce back. Hey, for sure. I mean, to be in the MVP talks after, yeah, being trash last year. <laughs> like, it's funny. Like, even like Baker. Like, I thought that Baker should not have even been in this category. Like, you can't just, like, suck. And, like, then you just, like, come back. Like, it's different. Joe Flacco literally wasn't in the NFL, <laughs> you know, like, the year before. Or, like, I mean, he was, but you know what I mean. Like, he's a guy who was, like, only playing because of injuries, like, pretty much on the way out. And, um, yeah, like, Baker. I mean, that's, like, way different. Like, when you just get benched. When you get benched because you're old, like Joe Flacco, that's one thing. When you get benched because you suck. <laughs> like that's another thing that's why i don't even think baker should have even been in the comeback player of the year and yeah emil said baker bald though for sure put him put him in the off put him uh with the offensive players you know of the year like why does why should he even been on like a comeback like that shouldn't even been uh yeah i mean it just shouldn't have been a thing what up, Song? We're talking, uh, giving some reaction to the 2023 NFL Award winners. So we already went through uh, Kevin Stefanski and Joe Flacco and Cam Hayward, Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Tina said Dak has always been a top QB. Well, eh, he's always been a Cowboys like top QB. <laughs> Johnny, what up, Johnny? Marco said, uh, got Flacco in my dynasty after all my two QBs were on by in that same week. Heck yeah, man. Hell yeah. Tino said, I don't know anybody who had a better comeback uh, than Baker. Dude was borderline out of this league. And Joe Flacco. <laughs> the guy who won it. <laughs> that, that's who had a better uh, a better comeback because... Like I said, Baker got benched because he sucked. Like Flacco, he was just hella old. And like when he played, he was still like solid. Yeah, and Chase said Flacco was literally out of the league though. Exactly. Like not even playing. <laughs> uh, Song said Baker's best year was last year. Huh, that's a good, uh, that's a good question. Let's go see. Let's go see. Baker has never thrown for 4,000 yards until this year. So that was his best. Uh, Baker's, um, his high in touchdowns was his rookie year with 27. He had 28. Um, he had less years where he had less, or he had other years where he had less interceptions. He threw 10 
in this one. I'd say this was for sure Baker's best year. I, I would say that, but I don't, do I, do I even want to give him credit? No, hell no. Like you got Mike Evans and you got Chris Godwin. Like, I mean, man, you have weapons over there. Cause like, if we look at Baker, like as a whole, I forget what we were, I was calling him out on like how many times he scored like over 21 points or whatever. It wasn't that much. It was only like seven or eight games, like out of the season. Like most of the time he was like a less than 20 point, like type of guy. And yo, Marco said best comeback, Alex Smith. Yeah. I mean, that might've been the best, right? Like he was literally like, you're literally dead, you know, like in the, as far as like the NFL is concerned, like injuries that like, I mean, you might've lost your leg like completely. And Tina said, you can't win it by yourself. Hey, tell that to everybody who said that Tom Brady's won it by himself. <laughs> and yeah, you can't win it by yourself, but I'm just saying like when, when you, when you do more with less people give you more credit. That's just all. That's just all I mean by that. And song said, "Can you tell me that Purdy stats is better than Lamar's for the season?" Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not. Nope. I will never do that because you know why? CMC, <laughs> Debo, Ayuk, George Kittle. Nope. Lamar had to do way more with less, way more with less. So does Brock have more passing yards than Lamar this year? For sure. Brock also threw for more yards this season than Joe Montana has ever thrown for in a season in his entire career. So if like, it's literally because of like, you know, his stats were better. His stats were better than Joe Montana's season stats have ever been as well. So <laughs> if we're going to say that he should win it over Lamar, we should also be saying that he's in contention for best um, San Fran quarterback ever because of his stats. <laughs> Not just about the stats. The stats tell one story. And uh, what uh, Tino said, facts, they gave it to Flacco because it's his last year. What? They didn't give it to Flacco because it's his last year. They gave it to Flacco because he was literally not in the NFL in week like one through seven or one through eight, whatever the fuck it was. I don't remember when he got picked up. But it's somewhere like that in the middle. And Song said, makes sense. Yeah, and uh, Brock's just got to go out there and prove it, man. Brock's got to go out there and win and win this Super Bowl and somehow, and you know, by hook or by crook, <laughs> if he does that, not only will I stop talking shit, if he goes out and like, you know, like I talk about Tom Brady's like, um, you know, the times when Tom Brady's won, like versus the Falcons, how he didn't earn that shit versus the Rams, how he didn't earn that shit, you know? So if uh, San Fran goes out and wins a Super Bowl and it's like on the strength of their defense and CMC, Brock's only going to get devalued to uh, to like casual like fans or like the redraft people. Um, and it depends if San Fran can like if San Fran wins, do they keep this whole team together? You know, because like once a team wins a Super Bowl or even gets to the Super Bowl, usually pieces on those teams are getting like, you know, high priced, um, just higher priced um, offers, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. This is going to be a good Super Bowl, though. It really is. It really is. 
And uh, Marco said, have you seen his leg with the flesh-eating bacteria? <laughs> that was gross, dude. Like, he literally almost lost his leg. Like, that is what is, uh, you know, it was crazy. It was crazy. And who's Paul? Who's Paul on uh, Rumble? What up, dude? Tina said these are sympathy awards. No, man, they are not sympathy awards. <laughs> and Marco said uh, these awards are always somehow manipulated. Yeah, because there's like a certain group of people. It's the Associated Press that's voting for this. Was there 50 people? I think that vote like on this. But no matter what, um, everybody who was nominated is great. Like they all had great seasons. So like no matter what, like we're always going to be nitpicking. Like if you have six guys nominated for an award and only one guy wins, like, yeah, if those guys suck, they probably wouldn't have even been in the, you know, just in the talks of it all. Derek, salute. What up? Ta, Marco said the Super Bowl will end low scoring three to two. Man, if you know that the score is going to end three to two, you should bet like $100 on that kind of score. You would probably win like, I don't know, a million dollars or something. Like, I don't even know what you would win by guessing <laughs> a score of three to two um, correctly. That would just be like insane fucking odds to actually, uh, <laughs> like if you just guess the score in general, it's already insane odds. Nobody would guess that it would be a score of three to two, <laughs> just a field goal and a safety. And that's it. Okay. So we've gone through the coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski, comeback player of the year, Joe Flacco. Let's jump into the rookie of the year awards. <coughs> How about let's start with the defensive um, rookie of the year. <coughs> so we got Devin Witherspoon. Man, what a beast. <coughs> what a beast. Definitely deserves to, uh, to be on this list. Kobe Turner. Kobe Turner. So for the Rams, he was solid. He was solid. Um, I don't know if he deserves to be on this list necessarily. I'm not even going to go look at his stats, but it just seemed like on the defensive like rookies, we just didn't get that much. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. started off kind of slow. Um, he's he's going to be a beast in this league for years and years to come. Jalen Carter for the Eagles. Man, Jay, the Eagles, to be able to get him where they did, this dude is just, he's a fucking savage. What up, Zeb? Zeb in the house? Fucking savage. That's all I could say about him. But the man who won the defensive player of the year for the rookies in 2023 is Will Anderson. Will Anderson. So I think this year um, it just seemed like the defensive stats weren't like really there. I mean, he had seven. He had seven sacks. He had 45 total tackles, 29 of them solo, 22 QB hits. I mean, that would, that's a lot right there. He was getting to the quarterback a lot. Could you imagine if just half of those, he ended up hitting pay dirt, you know, with that, like be flirting with, uh, you know, potentially 17 like uh, sacks. Micah though, you know, with his, whatever, what was it as a rookie 13 or something like that? I mean, that's kind of like the standard. If you're like some kind of like edge rusher, you got to be getting like over like 12, 13, but there just wasn't a lot of uh, solid defensive uh, edge rushers. So 
I'm not gonna say this was it was going to him by default. He's like a beast, but um, yeah, it's just you know last year. I mean, it was way different on the type of guys you know that we have the sauces, the Aiden Hutchinsons, and you know stuff like that. This year, I don't like in 2024. I don't even know about a lot of these defensive like playmakers. A little bit different than it was last year. And Chase said, you know, Peacock was hyped. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, there wasn't a lot of defensive guys that really warranted um, winning defensive rookie of the year. So, yeah, Will Anderson with his seven sacks and 22 QB hits. Like, let's get it. Now, the guy who we knew was going to be offensive rookie of the year ends up winning that. C.J. Stroud just handily. Um, so, I mean, Gibbs, Laporta, Bijan, and then Puka. See, that's what's crazy tough. Um, you know, for Puka because has one of the best seasons of a rookie wide receiver like ever, but gets overshadowed by one of the better uh, rookie QB performances that we've ever seen. And um, I mean, Stroud coming in as a starter right away, <clears throat> their line was fucked like from jump and throws for 4,100 yards, 23 TDs. I mean, 4,000 yards doesn't even excite me anymore. Like, what do you guys think about like 4,000 yard seasons? I feel like if you have less than that, if you're not a rushing QB, you just kind of suck. I feel like 4,000 is like this, like, it's just this peak that you like, you need to hit now to be taken seriously as an NFL like QB. And like, see, it's crazy. Cause like guys like Lamar who like throw for, I mean, what did Lamar throw for? Um, this year, hold on, hold on. What did Lamar throw for this year? I mean, yeah, see, Lamar throws for 3,600 yards like this year, and everyone's oh, those aren't MVP numbers, he didn't even throw for 4,000 yards, <laughs> and seeing like. Yeah, that like 4,000 is kind of like this standard for sure. Grass Tokers RS said, I don't like it. It should be 5,000, right? Like, I mean, yeah, 5,000 is like the new 4,000. Um, Because shit, I mean, when you talk about guys like Joe Montana, Joe Montana never threw for 4,000 yards in a season. Like, that's the thing that's crazy. So that's why when, you know, if anyone's going to get crazy about Brock, I'll just always bring that up. Like Joe Montana never threw for that. So you are right. You should be jumping out of the window <laughs> for Joe, uh, for uh, Brock Purdy's numbers. But yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. See Zeb exactly. 4,000 yards is two thirty a game. Exactly. It's just like the, the thousand yards for, uh, for a wide receiver or a running back. I mean, it's only 58 yards a game. Like it's not even a crazy, you know, type of number like anymore. And uh, what up, Devo? Smoke it up, homie. And uh, Grass Tokers RS said, like, Breeze had a record uh, six, 5,000 yard season. I think it was five. I think it was five. But yeah, just insane. I mean, Dan Marino, that's the reason why Dan Marino's even amongst like the elite, you know, talks because like if he didn't throw for 5,000 yards in 1984 or whatever the fuck it was. You know, like, no one would even think of him as anywhere elite because he never won a Super Bowl. Like, that's what's, like, insane. Yeah, Chase said Dan Marino jokes recently that he could have thrown for 6,000 in this league. Of course. 
Of course, he threw for 5,000 in a league where guys like Joe Montana were throwing for like 3,500, 3,600, you know, and like that was the staple. Like back then, it was like Dan Marino and Dan Fouts. <laughs> you got to be named Dan. And uh, you, you would just have crazy seasons. But those were like the two guys who were like throwing over 4,000 like it was nothing in an NFL league that was like, uh, if you threw for like 3,300, 3,400, you were like an elite quarterback with like the yardage. So yeah, I uh, I do think that a guy like Dan Marino like could have thrown for like six Gs in, uh, in this. I mean, he threw for five in the time when nobody was throwing for five. You know, nobody was throwing for five back then. So I, I wholeheartedly believe if he was growing up in this NFL, see the thing that's tough though, if he doesn't have those same pieces, like their wide receiver core was disgusting and they didn't really have that much of a run game. And so it was just, it was a different style of play. Um, you know, just a different style of play that didn't exist yet. All right. So CJ Stroud, what a beast. What a beast. And here we go. Defensive player of the year. Tino already said that there was multiple robberies over this uh, over this award here. Some guys that were nominated. Where is that? Here we go. Deron Bland was nominated with his, what, six? INTs for touchdowns. I mean, that's huge. Max Crosby. I told you Max Crosby sucks and he wasn't going to win this shit. <laughs> TJ Watt. TJ Watt killed it this year, but you could always do better. You could always do better. He did not do better than his previous defensive player of the year stats. Micah Parsons. Let's see what Micah Parsons. Actually, you know, let's go look at what, uh, well, let's look at Micah first and then we'll look up TJ's stats. Let's see, Micah, 14 sacks, fumble, recovery, one forced fumble, two passes defended, played all 17 games, 64 um, total tackles, 36 of them, uh, 36 of them solo, 18 tackles for loss, and 33 QB hits, woo, <laughs> but not good enough not good enough let's see tj's stats tj led the league in sacks with 19 total sacks um did have a touchdown as well he had a fumble recovery for a touchdown he had four forced fumbles three fumble recoveries he had eight passes defended one int 68 total tackles, um, 19 tackles for loss, and 36 QB hits. <laughs> so, Tino, right off the bat, I will say Micah Parsons was not snubbed or robbed because TJ Watt, um, he had better stats than him. But now let's get into Miles Garrett's stats, the man who won the defensive player of the year. And this is three awards now for the Browns 14 sacks uh three passes defended four forced fumbles 30 QB hits 17 tackles for loss 48 combined yeah I mean the person who got robbed is TJ 
TJ Watt uh, definitely got robbed. But here's what I will say, though. If you go back and you look at, like, just the the defensive player of the year and, like, stats and all that kind of stuff, it's weird how it's like a guy gets snubbed, like a guy like TJ Watt, for example, because I think the year when he had some crazy amount of sacks, like he got snubbed and then it was like, the, um, and it was uh, either Aaron Donald or Stefan Gilmore, or like one of them, one defensive player of the year that year. And it was like the next year after that, then TJ won it. And he didn't even have as good a stats that year as he had the year before. I, I really don't like the defensive um I really don't like the defensive player of the year awards because it does seem political with that one specifically, very, very specifically. It does seem political because it's always guys who have the better stats who don't win it for whatever reason. And then the next year after that, they win it. So yeah, that, that's kind of bullshit. I do think that TJ Watt should have won this eight passes defended uh, 19 uh, sacks. Um, how many was it? 36 QB hits, 19 tackles for loss. I mean, that's just, that's an insane, you know, type of season. Insane type of season. And Tino said, oh, but Micah's like, oh, I said this is, <laughs> oh, but not Micah. Like I said, this is a sympathy award. <laughs> and Zeb said, watch Water Parsons win next year. And let's just remember about what I just said. You know, because it's always guys who deserve to win it who get snubbed in defense, but then the next year after that with not even as good of stats as they had the year before somehow won it. So, yeah, if, if TJ wins it this next year or Micah wins it next year and they don't even have, like, as good of stats as they had this year in 2023, you know, we'll know that there's something to this. But defensive player of the year, I always felt like this was a very, very, very political award out of every single award that's out there. Um, Cause how many total awards do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine total awards. We didn't talk about the assistant coach of the year. Song said traded for Garrett last year for a late second and a fourth. It said, uh, and I did trade for TJ Watt almost for the same picks. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Song said, in my opinion, TJ should have got it. I mean, literally if we just like, if we're going off of stats and that's it. Yeah. He should have got it. I mean, I, I, I don't know Miles Garrett's like history with how close, like how many times has he been a bridesmaid and never a bride? Cause I'm sure he's been nominated for defensive player of the year. Like for a bunch of these seasons, I mean, he's been killing it. Like, I mean, you know, maybe it was last year. Maybe it was last year that he got snubbed. Who was the 2022 defensive player of the year? Oh yeah. It was Nick Bosa last year so let's go look and see what miles garrett what his stats were last year let's see if they were better than this year so he had 16 sacks last year he had uh he had more tackles last year 18 uh more tackles last year than this year uh four pass defended two forced fumbles Let's go see what Nick Bosa, because maybe that maybe that was it. Maybe Garrett was the snub last year. 18 and a half. I mean, that's it. Um, so it was only it was only two, two and a half sacks more than uh than Garrett. 
He had less tackles than Garrett. He had less passes defended, less forced fumbles. I mean, I mean, shit. Nick Bosa had 48 QB hits last year. That's pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, see, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Nick Bosa deserved it last year. I mean, really, it was just Micah having more. Um, uh, not Micah. It was really Nick just having more tackles and more QB hits, tackles for losses. Yeah. But maybe that maybe that was the the one that everyone thought was a snub last year was Miles Garrett. And uh, maybe that was why. What up, Bakes? What's going down, bro? And Derek said Max Crosby should have won. He had 90 tackles, uh, 14 and a half sacks, and uh, 23 tackles for loss. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the tackles, I'm sure. Like, tackle like he might be the fantasy you know um defensive uh player because tackles just mean nothing that's one of the things that kind of sucks in like the nfl like tackle like if you can't tackle you suck <laughs> but if you tackle really really well it doesn't matter because tackles don't mean shit when it comes to these defensive um awards you know because that's I guess that's just what you're supposed to do. Well, is that like, is that the reason maybe they don't care about the tackles? Cause it's just what you're supposed to do. Um, sacks and INTs. I mean, that's the equivalent of, I mean, scoring touchdowns I feel for, uh, for the offense. So yeah. And even that TJ 19 total sacks didn't uh, also got the snub, but everybody who was nominated for the award definitely um, deserve to be nominated. That's for sure. <laughs> See, Zeb said, fuck those tackles. Give me an INT or fumble recovery. Exactly. And that's how most people feel. Zeb said, I wonder, do they look at the team success also, Garrett and the Browns made it to the playoffs or just the stats? I feel like <clears throat> it has to come into play a little bit. I mean, who knows how much and maybe the guys who are voting will say that it doesn't. But if a team is just... I don't know, taking the NFL by storm and doing shit that they're not supposed to be doing, um, you know, it just gets more attention. Like, that's what it is. It just gets more attention. Yeah, Johnny said Garrett scored uh, 375 and 22, 340 and 23. Yeah, his stats were better uh, last year than it, was th than it was this year. Like, not by much. I mean, very, very close. But, yeah, that's what's crazy is last year his stats were better than this year. He got the snub. And Bake says, where's Crosby in those ranks? So I'm only talking about, um, I am only talking about the awards and the guys are nominated for the awards. And so we're talking about defensive player of the year right now. And of course, Max Crosby was one of the guys nominated. Was there five guys nominated in each one, each category? Max Bland, Crosby, Parsons, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. Those were the five who were nominated for the defensive player of the year. All right. Now, how about the offensive player of the year? Throw it in the chat. Who do you think got snubbed on this one? I'm going to bring up. Uh, we'll bring up the stats here for these guys. So the first guy who was nominated was Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was nominated 1799 on the yardage that led the NFL. 119 receptions, 171 targets, only played 16 games, 13 touchdowns, uh, receiving touchdowns that led the NFL. 
Tyreek. No way he was. Well, actually, I mean, he could have won this one. It was really the MVP that we were all talking about. Like, if he gets over 2,000, he should be an MVP um, talks. But only 1,800, though. So, I mean, he still still came up very, very short. I mean, what is that? That's about 10%. That uh, an extra 10% that he still needed to get to get there. He got very, very close. But getting hurt down the stretch definitely hurt him. And uh, Zeb said Tyreek would have got all the awards if he hit 2K. Yeah, because that's how impossible it is. And uh, for these wide receivers to hit 2K. I mean, it's 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 fucking hard. <laughs> it's fucking hard. There's a reason why it has never been done. I mean, yeah, there's a reason why it's never been done. That is for sure. All right, give me one second, guys. I got uh, someone just sent in their their payment for the streaming. I don't like making people wait. So we'll make sure that we go get this done right now. You guys got to get on the the streaming service like now it's so it's 40 bucks a month but now um it has on demand movies, on demand TV shows. It, it's fucking awesome. It is fucking awesome. It's uh the best $40 that you can spend for your entertainment. And if you're just a sports person, like let's say you're own like you're into sports and that's it. Like you will never watch like anything else ever. This packet, this app for 40 bucks a month, you get the NFL package. What? The MLB package. What? The NBA package. What? The NHL package. What? College football package. What? College basketball package. Just those alone. Just those things right there. Like, how much are all of those worth? I mean, those are individually worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars. <laughs> and we're and we're talking 40 bucks a month. Yeah. You guys got to do it. Let me put in, uh, I'll put in the link where you guys could go sign up if you have not signed up yet. Where is it? Here's the link. Yep, Derek's using it right now, and he's just using it for the live TV, not even for the uh, the movies and the TV shows. And he said, uh, yeah, there we go. Used it to watch my boxing last night. There we go. There we go. And Ryan said, is Higgins and Dell for Puka too much? I think it's too much, but if Puka, like, if this is him, <laughs> if this is Puka, like... You have like I don't know how you're gonna get him for less. I have no idea how you'd get him for less than that. So that is uh that 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 is one of those things where you just gotta pay. You know, if you really want him that bad, you gotta pay. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Damn it. All right. Make sure you guys uh, make sure you guys update your Twitch accounts. Make sure that with your Amazon Prime that you were all subbed up, that you got the little green cross. 
next to your name. I just noticed because I'm using, uh, I always have the, uh, I always have everything pulled up like on the TV. And I was like, why the fuck am I getting an ad over here? <laughs> but that's why I have it up. So I know if I'm getting an ad, it's because I have it renewed with Amazon Prime. Got to get that free Amazon Prime money. And uh, yeah, what up, Dion? He said, yeah, Puka and Carter got robbed. Eh, I don't think Carter uh, got robbed. Um, and I don't even think Puka got robbed because most of these awards are going to go to um, are going to go to quarterbacks. If the quarterbacks like step it up and Stroud stepped it up, Stroud stepped it up. He deserved that award. He deserved it. Bake said, I feel like General Pineapple, <laughs> General Pineapple Express is about to pop out. Illegal! <laughs> Tino said, you watched the Tino fight, Derek? <laughs> and uh, Zeb said, I feel like the record of 100 points in a basketball game in NBA will be broken before the 2K yards in a season NFL for a wide receiver. I'm calling it. Luca gets over 100 points in a game. And Tyreek or Jefferson could get 2K yards. Yeah, I mean, see, even the thing about 100 points in a game, like, like the team would have to be doing shitty as well, unless it's just like, all right, go out. Keep taking every single shot. Like, you better be so money. I mean, even the Kobe 81 game, it was like everyone – like he, he first he couldn't miss and then like they sucked at the time right they weren't even that good so it was just like that was the cool thing so i mean if dallas sucks and that's like the cool thing you know like maybe but even that 81 to 101 i mean that that's still 20 more points that it, that they would have to score that's still 20 percent more that they would have to score on top of that <laughs> I just don't see I just don't see the 100 points in the game ever happening. I just really don't. Not in uh, not 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 in the NBA. Not in the NBA. And uh Zeb said it's cool to see all the players saying that Pook is awesome. Yeah, for sure. I mean We haven't heard a bad word being spoke about Puka. I mean someone who's I mean, you're a fifth round draft pick. Like, do you have a reason to act like your shit doesn't stink like right away? <laughs> like, I know that he's doing like crazy shit, but yeah, just ride this wave, ride this wave. Yeah. Zeb said NBA is different now. The three pointers, high scoring games used to be like 80 to 90 as a final score for sure. Back in the Jordan days and stuff. Yeah. Final score now is like 130 to 140. Yeah, 130 to 140. And one person out of everybody has to score 101 points. Like, I just don't see that happening. Like, I think the only thing that might be more impossible than that happening is like Ricky Henderson's stolen base. You know, like his seasons of stolen bases. Like, nobody's ever going to fucking do that. Like, nobody even wants to try to do shit like that because it's hard. It is very, very hard. And, uh, Tino said, rumor has it, Wilt scored 100. He also shot 40 free throws uh, the same game. What, did the whole defense foul out, right? Like, yeah, how is that? Like, if you shoot 40 free throws, I mean, assuming that he never got fouled on an and one and made every single shot. Like, that's another thing. Was Wilt Chamberlain even good at shooting free throws? Could he even bang down, like, 40 out of 40? You know, it's like, that's, that's crazy. 
I just, yeah, I <laughs> crazy. All right, let's get back to it. We went off the rails. So we brought up Tyreek's numbers and Tyreek, his numbers were insane. His numbers were insane. How about CD Lamb, another guy who was, uh, who was up for offensive player of the year in 2023? CD Lamb. 1749. So I don't know if he was second, only 50 yards behind Tyreek Hill led the league in receptions, 135 receptions. That is big time for CD 181 targets. That is insane. The highest targets that he's ever had before that was last year with 156 destroyed it. (laughs) He destroyed it That's an extra 25 targets that he got. And it's the first time that he has ever thrown down double-digit receiving touchdowns, 12, only one behind Tyreek Hill. Very great, great, great season for C.D. Lamb. Salute to every championship that C.D. Lamb helped me win. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. But it was not good enough to win Offensive Player of the Year award Um, We also have Dak Prescott, who was up for the Offensive Player of the Year. Let's see Dak's stats. 410 completions. Led the league in completions. Now, let's see what his percentage actually was. Five nine. 410 divided by 590. Ha! 69% completion percentage. 69, kids! (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. 4,500 yards. Very respectable. 36 touchdowns. Led the league in passing touchdowns. So we love that. We love that. We didn't have anybody over 40 this year, though. This year was a down year, I feel like, for quarterback stats in general. But Dak, definitely uh, deserving to be on this list for Offensive Player of the Year awards. And Tino said you need 34 uh, three-pointers, 52 in one game. Yeah, I don't believe that paper will is holding it Yeah. All right. And Lamar Jackson. How about Lamar? Up for Offensive Player of the Year. (laughs) 3,600 yards passing. Where's his rushing? 821 um, rushing yards. Five touchdowns on the ground. uh, 24 passing touchdowns. Was not good enough. Was not good enough to win Offensive Player of the Year. But you know who was? It was CMC. It was CMC who was good enough to win Offensive Player of the Year. 1,459 yards, 14 tugs on the ground, 853 yards. Or wait, 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 wait. Hold on. No. Damn it. Where the hell... Where is receiving? There it is. Where is the yardage? There we go. Okay. 
for receiving yards. It was 564 receiving yards, seven touchdowns, 21 total touchdowns. Killed it. Um, Yeah, over 2,000 yards from scrimmage, so he broke the 2,000. 339 touches, just insane for a season. 339 touches. This is the most. Um, this is the most that he's had. It looks like in the last few years, he's uh, been over the 300 touch mark, but um, 339. Uh, that's the most touches that he's had in a season since that insane 2019 uh, season where he uh, went for 2300. Uh, scrimmage yards but cmc there we go offensive player of the year he deserves it he deserves it he's one of the main pieces that got the 49ers to the super bowl and cmc he might be able to do something that no other second second or third generation nfl player has been able to do so there's been father son combos that have won the super bowl like separately not on the same team but there's never been a father and a son to win a super bowl for the same exact franchise so that is something that christian mccaffrey has going for him as far as like a storyline goes his pops ed mccaffrey won um with the him and Shanahan and you know all them big Shanahan you know um he won with the 1994 uh, 49er squad and now CMC has got a chance 30 years later 30 years later all right now the last award most valuable player all right there we go Christian McCaffrey we already read out his stats Dak, we already read out his stats. How about we read out some Brock Purdy stats, who's also in the MVP talks. And when your team has 12 wins on the season and tied for the league lead, um, yeah, you're going to be in talks uh, for sure. So Brock, 4,280 yards, 31 touchdowns. 11 INTs. This is crazy. He led the league in yards per attempt, led the league in yards per catch, led the league in uh, QB rating. Yeah, he led the league in a lot of advanced QB metrics. For sure. He, um, he threw a touchdown on 7% of his throws. That's pretty crazy. That's a pretty crazy stat. All right, so the Brock, definitely deserving to be up there. How about Josh Allen? It's funny, Patrick Mahomes wasn't even one of the... uh, Patrick Mahomes wasn't even nominated for any awards this year, let alone the MVP award. Let's see. So Josh Allen, the Stallion, throwing for 4,300 yards, 29 touchdowns. How many rushing? Uh, 524. 524 rushing yards. Dude, what the fuck? Josh Allen rushed for 15 touchdowns this year. <laughs> what the hell? He rushed for 15 touchdowns and threw for 29. 
what the fuck? That was so quiet. That was so quiet. 15 touchdowns Josh Allen rushed for. That is insane. That is insane. But wasn't good enough because Lamar, he, Lamar didn't have the best stats out of everybody. It's the, uh, it's the record. And it's the way that they looked so fucking unbeatable. Um, but yeah, he was uh, when it came to playing the other playoff teams. Yeah, they were not. They were not unbeatable. They were not unbeatable. So just uh, the way everything went down this year, I know that a lot of people are going to be pissed about a lot of snubs. A lot of snubs. Song said. Uh, they said, think about, um, he was taking James Cook's touchdowns. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how many of those? Just like, insane. It is insane. So, <laughs> great season. Great season all in all. And uh, we are going to have our own award show as well. It's probably going to be happening a little different. Um, going to be happening a little different than it happened in the past. But Patreon is where you'll be able to vote on all the categories. So make sure you guys are joined up on Patreon. It is 420crew.org. That's what you got to get over and do. Go sign up, go do that now and do that. So you can get entered into the raffles that we are doing for the Super Bowl. So we got multiple things being raffled off. So we got a Heisman t-shirt being raffled off. We got two bottles of 100 milligram um, cannoline. Uh, so two people are going to be taking these home. Uh, we got a Frank Gore signed jersey and a Joe Mixon signed jersey. So we got a lot of items that are going to be getting raffled off here for the Super Bowl. And um, if you're a member or if you leave Super Chats or anything like along the way, all of those have been accumulating for the past like month or so. And then we're going to do a Nick Bolton signed helmet, signed mini helmet. We haven't had anybody get any raffle tickets yet. It's going to be $10 for one raffle ticket on this. You know, maybe we'll sell somewhere between 10 and 20 like raffle tickets, but this one's going to be way easier to win because there is not going to be as many people involved with this one. And for this, you go to 420 super chat, Dot com for every increment of $10 that you leave there, you're going to get an entry into the Nick Bolton signed mini helmet. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Nick Bolton. He's the man. He's the man. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. We're getting out of here. If you're watching this on YouTube or anywhere else, just make sure you hit the video that pops up. Peace out, peeps.